Podflinks, episode 191. I'm Willie. I'm Nish. I'm Paul. Here we are. Hey, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Feel like we've had a pretty um, regular release schedule, but this is the first time we're getting together in a minute, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, we we had, we had a few saved up, and some, uh, you went on vacation, so we opted to put those out and enjoy the, the vacation. That's right. You enjoyed the vacation. I didn't enjoy your vacation. No, yeah. me neither. Well, I mean, good news is after all that Obi-Wan, we're getting totally away from Marvel and Star Wars <laughs> and space movies. Oh, um, oh Willie, Willie, I, I, oh. I got news for you. You, you, you may have forgotten what we watched since we watched it two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, what did we watch, Nish? We watched a Marvel movie. Sad, sad to say. Well, maybe not sad to say. We watched 2022's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. You know, the funny thing is I watched it two weeks ago, and I don't remember anything about this movie. Was it? it, The question is, was it that forgettable? Or, uh, you know, was I just fucking tired on the plane? Who could say? Yeah. Maybe we'll find out together. Maybe we will. Hey, Nish, can, can you remind me what happens in this movie so that I can ask intelligent questions? Sure, I, I suppose. Um, <clears throat> unlike you, I watched this movie 16 minutes ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I do have really this waited for the last minute, head. huh? Yeah, you might say that. But past the last minute, in as much as I moved this recording back 45 minutes so that I could finish the movie. All right. So um, I'm not going to recap this whole movie because that seems hard. But um, this movie kind of centers on, in in a lot of ways, uh, at least driving the plot, is a new character we haven't seen before called America Chavez, um, who comes from another universe. Um, and is, uh, has the power to basically travel through the multiverse. And, um, she finds her way basically into our universe, the, the, or sorry, I shouldn't say our <laughs> universe, the Marvel cinematic universe that we are, that we have been seeing this whole time, which we learn in this, um, movie is referred to as, uh, or as, as 616, uh, that universe. Um, and meets our Doctor Strange, the, the the Doctor Strange that we know, um, and basically, um, our Doctor Strange, uh, basically protects her and tries to figure out kind of what's going on and and uh, who is chasing her because basically someone is chasing this America Chavez and trying to get her power. And you find out pretty early on that it's Wanda Maximoff, uh, the Scarlet Witch from our our Scarlet Witch. Um, who has been thoroughly cor- corrupted by the Darkhold, uh, which is kind of the evil book of magic that we saw her um, basically uh, looking through at the very end of WandaVision. Um, and I guess it kind of goes from there, basically. that's that, that, that sort of sets up what the movie is about and who's kind of on each side uh, a little bit. Did, 
you guys know anything about this movie coming in? Did you know that Wanda was going to be in it? Did you do any sneak peeks ahead of time? Uh, I knew that Wanda was going to be in it, um, but I didn't know really anything else about it. Um, I didn't really know who America Chavez was. Like I had heard of the character, like I heard the name and that's basically the extent of what I knew about her. Um, <laughs> was her name, which isn't that much. Um, and yeah, other than that, I knew, I knew that Wanda was in it quite a lot and that was about everything that I knew. Yeah. I knew maybe a little more than you, but not much. Um, I, I also knew basically nothing about America Chavez, except I'd heard the name. Um, but I didn't know what her powers were or anything like that. I knew Wanda was in this cause I watched the trailers. So, you know, I, I, I did know that Wanda was in the movie it looked from the trailers that Wanda was going to be sort of villainous in this movie. Although there was an open question since it's a multiverse movie as to whether that was even our Wanda or whether it was some other Wanda from some other universe who was really the bad guy. Turns out, no, it's our, our Wanda who is, who's the bad guy. Um, but that's about as much as I knew. Plus I knew, you know, I, I knew there were going to be some cameos. Um, the only one we really knew going in because we talked about it in a previous episode was Patrick Stewart as right. uh, as professor xavier there were more uh which i was mm-hmm. which i was happily unspoiled about uh i was you know glad that i kind of stayed away from that stuff turns out surprise surprise the the patrick stewart quote was taken wildly out of context for the for the preview yes yes it was so i think the last episode we put out there was um dark moon you mean and moon we night. talked Fucking fuck. Wait, what's the movie that you did where the moon explodes, Paul? Moonfall. Fuck. <laughs> that one's not called Dark Moon either. Nope. nope. <laughs> I don't think yeah. that's a movie. So we did um Dark Moonfall. No, uh <laughs> Moon Knight. And I remember one of the first things we said was like the interesting part about that series was you didn't need to be into the Marvel universe whatsoever. You could watch it in a vacuum and be fine. Do you think you could watch this movie without without seeing WandaVision and know what the hell is going on? I know someone who watched it without seeing WandaVision, and they said they kind of figured it out. But I definitely feel like it is deepened quite a bit. Um, like, I, I, I think there's a difference. Like, you could watch it and get that it's like, oh, she wants to have these kids and she has these kids everywhere else and she wants it. But it like it doesn't mean nearly as much as if you've seen WandaVision and you know how that all went, you know, I, 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 so, so I think, yes, you can watch it and understand what's going on, but I think it doesn't probably, probably doesn't quite hit the same. Yeah. I think this movie is, this movie is like in that respect, this is the opposite of Moon Knight because like the more you're into it, the more you can get out of it. Like you sort of need to have seen the first Doctor Strange movie. You need to have seen like the Avengers or at least the Infinity War movies uh, and Endgame. Like you need to, have seen WandaVision like not you know I say need but like it's it's assumed that the audience is familiar with those things when when they have the movie yeah I would agree like 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 it obviously I mean I don't know why on earth you'd be watching this if you hadn't seen like Avengers Endgame for instance like I can understand why you'd see this if you hadn't watched WandaVision because I do feel like there are plenty of people out there who it's like yeah I go watch the movies but I'm not gonna watch these tv shows um but like they definitely like you know they they just make references to like you know your, like our universe's Doctor Strange died fighting Thanos and it's like you'd have no idea what the fuck that meant if you if you weren't like in into the MCU at all somehow, right? So the thing that occurred to me watching this movie is um 
this is a, a feels like yet another multiverse movie here and which is interesting because i feel like marvel kind of started the trend here but like gosh it feels like every franchise is doing some type of multiverse in some way shape or form and i'm not sure if i'm really into this concept of the multiverse and why it's gotten so popular lately i don't i don't know if you guys have any idea like why has it gotten so popular why is everybody doing a multiverse and how do you guys feel about them i mean i think the the answer the easiest answer is like it's a way to kind of do whatever the hell you want um and kind of have it all be connected it's like if you look at like what dc is doing it's a way to do like massive fan service and like with the what what we think they're going to do with the flash movie um and like bring everything together and like it doesn't have to be coherent or make sense even um, here right even even in this movie like the most fan servicey part of this movie is having john john krasinski pop in as reed richards and it's like you know you'd have to introduce him and do you know if he was really going to be that guy but here it's like because it's some other universe it's like just pop him in there he is mr fantastic for like five minutes and is it's that like, more fan servicey yeah. than, than bringing um xavier in um, maybe not, but like, I, I felt like that was more fan servicey only because it's like, like, he's not like, he's not, he's never been Captain, with Captain, like, this isn't like Yoan Griffith or like Miles Teller or someone like that. Like, he's right. never been Captain, uh, Mr. Fantastic. And he's the one who like the fans want to be Mr. Fantastic, right? Like, it's like, that's been the internet fan casting for like a few years now is like, oh, oh there's really? John Krasin- yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, which is why, that. which is why. Very much, I think. Like, I have no idea if they really want him to be Mr. Fantastic. Because, you know, they're they're doing the Fantastic Four movie at some point. And it's like, I don't know if they're actually going to cast him or if this was just a way of like, well, like, I don't know if we would really want him to be. But, like, this is a cute little thing where we can just make him Mr. Fantastic in this world. I realize that in these other universes, like, people are played by the same actors. But it doesn't have to be that way. You know, I'm, right. I'm sure there's some universe where Doctor Strange is not does not look like Benedict Cumberbatch. It was a movie where, I, where they didn't try out Anson Mount to be Black Bolt for five minutes. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 it's weird. We're like getting into like the weird part, like rather than like the more macro parts of Doctor Strange. We're like getting into these like, like the cameo part, parts. But, yeah, exactly. The cameo parts. But like, seriously, did you really think they would ever, ever acknowledge that Inhumans existed? No. Um, it, it's, the first it's time kind I of saw amazing. It. So, so the the interesting thing is like Anson Mount, I feel like his star has risen a bit since Inhumans. Like he's on Star Trek now and and he's pretty popular. Yeah. At least at least in nerd circles, it's definitely risen. Like yeah, I, I, I don't know how much people watch all that stuff, but yeah. Um and the first time I saw this movie, actually I didn't recognize him. I was like, Yeah, oh, well, he's just... wearing like a full thing and everything. I wasn't sure if it was him, but then I, I figured after a little bit it's like, well, it's gotta be him, right? Like right. why would they make why would they bring the black bolt back and have some other dude? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, they did. They got him back in there for, again, like five minutes. Yeah. Willie, do you know what we're talking about when we talk about Inhumans <laughs> and Black Bolt and all that? So there was a... Not so, a clue. So they made it... Marvel made a TV series, like, pre-Eternals. Like, this was definitely the worst thing that, like, Marvel had done. Like, the one thing that was, like, an undoubted, like, just laid an egg. Um, they did this TV show called Inhumans, um, starring... We don't want, We don't need to get into what Inhumans are, because it's really um but you know they were like a a bunch of superheroes kind of and um and it was just like a total failure and like the leader of the inhumans is black bolt the the guy who you know the the guy in doctor strange if you remember which you might not in the illuminati he's the one who like doesn't speak but when he speaks it like kills people like that's kind of his power more or less 
Um, cool, cool power, bro. Right. So they brought so 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 like that Anson Mount played him in the series, and like it was like they said it was like a failure, like they never talk about it, kind of. And then they brought him back. Here he was, like the same character, same guy as uh, as one of the Illuminati. Can we spend a minute and dig in on Doctor Strange here? Yeah, let's. Do I w- watching what uh, the the character in, uh, in particular. I again, I don't know if this movie just didn't resonate for me, or it just kind of dawned on me watching this movie. Like, I really like him as a supporting character. I don't know if I like him as a lead. What What do you guys think about the character itself's ability to carry a film? Um, I think it's. I I I I think it mostly works. I think it. I think it works best when. He is in a small ensemble, um, like they had him, like you know, for lots of Spider, lots of the most recent Spider-Man movie, and in this, like he's basically in a small ensemble for large parts of it, and I think that's kind of where it works best. Like he needs to, he needs to play off someone um, to kind of like, work, like more than say like uh, Robert Downey Jr. did. Yep, you know? exactly. Yeah. yeah, I I liked him in this movie. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, to, to give away final thoughts a little bit like it's like uh, like I I don't know what I was thinking going into this movie. Like I had a sense that this movie was like not badly received, but like kind of eh, received a little bit like like I mean, it did very well. Obviously, everybody went to see it and all that kind of stuff. But like I didn't get the sense that, you know, it wasn't Spider-Man No Way Home, right, which was like rapturously received. Um, like this one was very much kind of like mixed um, is the sense I got. And so I liked it more than I expected to, given that, um, which is not to say I don't have like things about it. And part of that was that I felt like I I liked Benedict Cumberbatch in this movie and I liked the arc that his character took. I actually felt like sometimes I feel like character stuff is just thrown into like, it's like, well, give them a character arc, like that kind of thing. Um and it's like not needed where it's kind of a thing where it's like, not just like do, do, do like do the plot, like do the cool shit in the movie and like don't have this whole thing. But I don't know, obviously, you know, your mileage may vary, but like, I kind of felt like I was okay with like sort of the, like the little bits of character and like how, you know, at the end he kind of opens up and like tells the, the Christine, not from his universe, like how he truly feels. Um, like the one time he kind of like actually like kind of opens up his feelings and really talks about how he feels. Um, and I felt like that worked for me in a way that I kind of wasn't expecting. I mean, I think I agree. I think that with one additional caveat on that, which is like that I hope it like sticks. Like I hope he's not back to pining for Christine in the next movie again. And like, I hope he actually like moves on a little bit and actually like we actually realize the growth. Um, I, I like I like I realized one thing I like about this character about Doctor Strange is like I, I don't want him to be vulnerable all the time or something like that because that that'd be weird. That's not really who he is. Um but like I am liking these little bits of like it, you know, of of like sincerity that we get out of him. Like I think I mentioned when we watched Spider Man No Way Home and talked about it that I really like that moment at the end when he kind of he really feels for Peter when Peter like, you know, tells him that he, you know, to do the spell that'll make everybody forget him. Like you see, like there's some real emotion that that Doctor Strange has in that moment that he like recognizes the sacrifice that Peter's making, and and feels like really sorry for him and and like kind of sad. And I felt like in this it was like a similar thing where when you see that kind of genuine emotion 
out of the character. You know, I kind of, I, I liked it. And it's like, I wouldn't mind seeing this like every so often. Like, I don't want, you know, it's like, you know, one of the things with Doctor Strange generally is that it's like a little bit of like, well, I mean, it's different now that we don't have Tony Stark. But like when we did, it was like a little bit like, it's like, wasn't well, he just kind of like Tony Stark? Like kind of like the arrogant asshole who like is good enough to kind of back it up a little mm-hmm. bit. And it's like, yeah, he does have a lot of that going on. But it's like, you know, it's good to have like his own characterization a little bit and, and branch out from that. Yeah, he, he's moving away from Tony, like Tony Stark and, and him like have kind of moved it, went in different directions as they grow, which is nice. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking while you were saying that, like, it's hard to believe that this is only the second Doctor Strange movie, given like how much Doctor Strange we've seen in the MCU. He's like been in like four other movies or something if you include like the thor movies yeah the, yeah yeah, he he got, all that. yeah he has a little bit in ragnarok and then yeah both yeah yeah yep yeah this is his sixth movie i think right or something like that i had kind of forgot about his love interest in rachel mcadams i think because there were so many other appearances in in, in other movies yeah aside absolutely. from the first doctor strange and, and also know. like her yeah, that is one thing i'll say i feel like her in the first Doctor Strange movie, which I've seen a few times at this point, I feel like it comes back on and I watch this. I have a pretty good sense of that movie. Her, she feels kind of perfunct. Like I like a couple of her scenes, but she still feels pretty perfunctory. Like it's, it feels like in that it's like, well, you should probably have a love interest. So like, let's throw her in. Like it feels like that a little in that movie, where it's like this. This feels like it didn't really need to be here. Whereas I kind of like what they did with her in this, like in this movie, a lot more. Like like I like this idea. It kind of goes back to uh to what if a little bit do you ever end up watching what if paul no i saw like I the first curious. two or something like that and then yeah, kind of lost yeah. interest and stopped watching them so in, in the, the you know there's a there's a doctor strange episode of what if i'm gonna i'm about to spoil the doctor strange episode of what if i'm just putting that out there because i think everyone knows we're spoiling doctor strange the multiverse of madness but maybe not other things um the the in the episode um he uses the Ayavaga, he uses the time stone, the Ayavagamoto, to go back and try to, um, um, well, sorry, what happened in, in the alternate unit, there's, in this alternate universe, in the car crash that causes Steven's, uh, you know, hands to go all black, bad and leads to him becoming Doctor Strange, um, instead, in that universe, Christine dies in that car accident, and that's what, in the end, makes him become Doctor Strange, but in this universe, he goes in time and tries to go back and like save Christine. And it turns out, you know, it's like that scene in uh groundhog day where like, he keeps trying to save the old homeless guy and he keeps dying no matter mm. what he does. It's like one of those things where no matter what he does, Christine dies over and over and over and over and over again. And it's like, it's a nexus point or something or whatever, or an absolute point or whatever they call it in that universe where it's like, this is a thing that has to happen. You cannot change it. Um, and he tries to change it and tries to change it. And it makes him go kind of, uh, insane but i like that because it kind of centered things on chris on like him and christine a little bit and that felt it reminded me of it in this movie because it, like a lot is made of the fact that it's like it feels like in every universe he's like not with christine you don't see every universe but like i distinctly got that feeling that it's like yeah it seems like in most of these universes like the stephen strange is like don't end up with the christine palmers in one way or another like it just doesn't happen it's just not who they're meant to be and and i felt like that gave you know, it, it it gave a little more weight to like the scenes that the alternate Rachel McAdams has with with uh with Stephen Strange. You know, especially towards the end. And all no, I, I, yeah, I don't think they do end up together in any universe because like yeah. our Stephen Strange is the 
like most healthiest and most grounded one that we've seen and that we've seen. Yeah. And he doesn't do it either. So, um, yeah, I don't think so. Um, I do want to talk about, um, so I, I know we're kind of like all over the place. I, I do want to talk a little bit about, um, when are we know, not the, Paul? When are we not? <laughs> fair enough. And for this movie, it's appropriate. Yes. Um, but I do want to talk about the, some of the, some of the multiverse stuff, like where they kind of jump through, and what I, what I was kept thinking about was in the initial, when they get like blasted into the alternate universes and they fall through like, what is it? Eight or 10 or however yeah, many. Yeah, it might, might, might even be more. I was, I was surprised how long it kept going. Yeah, into increasingly weird universes. And then they happen to end up in one that's slightly different than the one that we're in. And I realized like, you know, you want it to seem weird and strange, but it was just like, man, they they really like go through every weird kind of universe there is and then they end up with like a slightly end up in a slightly tweaked version of ours and and it and they i hand wave that away at the end yeah they do right. and, and they, honestly, they, they, they have a line to explain it and then they spend a really long time in that universe like i was expecting a lot of universe hopping in this movie and they kind of do that initial montage they end up i forget the number of the universe they end up in eight three eight and then they spend a big portion of the movie yeah. there they're really only in three universes throughout the through, through the movie. They're in they're in our universe or whatever. I keep saying our, but you know what I mean. The the universe so, we know, right? Because because obviously there's no there's no it, it's not our universe since we don't have superheroes. Um, what? Sorry, sorry, sorry to break it to you. Um, yeah. So there's so they the six one six you know. Uh, MCU universe, then the 838 one, which we spend a lot of time in, that has the Illuminati, and then the ruined universe uh, with the with the sort of the sinister Doctor Strange towards the end. Uh, those are basically the three, right? That 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 we spend time in, like you know, maybe very briefly you see something, and then like there's you know a scene or two that's in that what I forget what they call it, the gap between the dimensions yeah. where the where, where the Book of Vishanti is. It's at the gap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, yeah and, you're right. You're right. Well, th I mean, the movie is called the multiverse of madness. And like, I was expect, so I was expecting like, I don't know. It, it, it just, it just wasn't what I was, wasn't what I was expecting. I don't have a problem with it. It just felt weird to me. This was the weird movie to me. And I don't know, you guys might disagree, but like this movie was two hours more or less on the dot. I think when you, when you take out credits and that kind of thing, yeah, um, felt like it could have, had an extra 10 minutes or so of like that kind of shit just some just some you know crazy couple extra universes it would have been the kind of thing that like in retrospect if you thought about it it would have been like yeah we didn't need that but it but if they made it cool it would have still been like well, that was neat you know kind of thing right um it's rare to say that for one of these movies but given every like given stuff that happens in this movie it does feel a little bit like wow two hours just two hours yeah, it would have been nicer, like, if Wanda had to, had to chase him across a couple universes instead of just to the one, you know, that kind of a thing would have, like, like if it, if it was that kind of, like, chase movie and, like, they're just, you know, they're one step ahead or just trying to stay away from her or whatever, that's yeah. kind of not what it is. I, they kind of take a detour and then come back. I guess maybe one of the reasons they didn't want to do that, like, like thinking about, well, why wouldn't they do that, is, like, to get into any universe, she has to dreamwalk. And so maybe, like her dream walking into one Wanda, then them going to another universe and then her dream walking into that Wanda. Like it, maybe it starts feeling a little repetitive where it's like, hey, here she goes dream walking again into another Wanda. 
or something like like, like can we talk know. about yeah can we talk about wanda for a hot minute yeah let's do it number one you know um how do you guys feel about like her motivations for turning heel and becoming a bad guy i i think this is where you're <clears throat> we kind of discussed this pretty thoroughly when we watched wandavision where that last episode fell a little flattish for us we enjoyed it but but this motivation to get back together with her sons who are not real just didn't really play for me. And I don't know if, you know, I know they tried to explain it, but it just, it didn't play most of the movie for me. And I don't know how you guys felt about it. I felt better about it once I watched the movie than I did watching the trailers where like watching the trailers, I was very much like, it feels like Wanda's the bad guy. And I don't know if I like that. Like, I, I don't want her to just be an out and out bad guy. I feel like the idea that she's been thoroughly corrupted by the Darkhold made me feel a little more like it's like, okay, so like this isn't quite her like the same way, if 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 that makes sense. Like it's not like, oh, she is like, she's not quite the same Wanda in a lot of ways that, that we saw in WandaVision. Like she's a Wanda who's been like warped by like, and you know, she chose to open the Darkhold and read through it. So it's not like it's like not her you know, actions, but at the same time, it's like, it's like, it's almost like, you know, I don't know if someone's on drugs or someone like, it's like a thing where it's like, yeah, she's not thinking straight. Like this isn't really her. And that made me feel a little better because I, you know, I really like Wanda. Like I like her a lot as a character. I liked WandaVision a lot. I've liked her in other stuff. And so like the idea that she would just out and out be like the bad guy of the film was like, Oh, I don't like that. Um, I don't know. So, I feel like, I feel like the, the, the Darkhold corruption thing felt half-hearted to me. Like, I don't see that because um, I, I I don't know, especially like the way she the, like the way she was acting, especially at the beginning, um, and like how like calm and methodical she was um, about everything. You know, she got more like frenetic at the end and and became more of like a monster like almost like literally like especially during like the tunnel sequence and stuff like that yeah um and that felt more like like the way a corrupted person would behave but like when she's like very methodical at the beginning and just kind of trying to talk to steven and like not that like she's like i'm trying to be reasonable and all this stuff like that felt that didn't feel like the same to me and it and her impetus or whatever like the driving force behind it like it's the same I don't want to be like reductive and I'm not trying to be, but it's also like the kind, it's also kind of like the Batman problem, which is so far as like a character in a superhero thing has something sad, but also like relatively common happen to them. And they're just completely and utterly unable to deal with it. Um, and, and part of me feels like, like part of me feels like there's a different, there's another way to do this where, you know, she is, She's sad about her kids, but she's like she's sad about everything, and just feels like this world has nothing for her and wants to escape. Um, and like you know, because she like she lost her husband too, right? As like right. as a part of all this, and like that doesn't really come up at all. And I feel like there's a way that you could she could just be like, listen, like I destroyed my family, I I did these horrible things to these people, and like and like out of that like guilt or whatever, like I was driven to try to like escape this universe, and then it all became twisted and weird. And like, I, I don't know. I feel like that something like that would have worked better for me and her just constantly being like, I just need to get to my kids and like kill their mom and like take over. And it was just like, you also right, raise I a guess. good point. Like you also raise a good point that like, 
it should have been explained maybe at some point, like why she wouldn't also want to find a universe where Vision is alive or like she's with Vision or something right. like that. Like, like not just the kids, but Vision too, right? I mean, it would be easy enough to explain. They could have a scene where she notes that she never dreams of Vision. And so she's deduced that like he doesn't survive in any universes that she knows of or something, you know, that he's like just meant to always die or something. I don't know, something like that. You know, yeah. that seems weird if, like, if the multiverse is infinite, there's got to be something out there where they're together, or, you know, or where she dies and he doesn't, blah, 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 blah. But, um, but that is something that really is never addressed. I mean, Vision's addressed once, you know, he, she talks, she, I think it's like when he talks about sacrifice or something, and she says, like, I had to kill, like, like, I had to blow a hole in my husband's head, or in, in, in my husband's head, and, you know, I don't know if he says husband, I, I can't remember, because they technically were married but you know we get it um but like you know and it's like and it and it meant nothing like like i did i had to do that and it didn't even mean anything um yeah yeah i i i i do see what you mean ball when you uh when you put it that way (laughs) okay what other characters do we want to chat through I mean, we haven't talked about America at all, really. Um, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. And I thought she was, I thought, I thought she was like it was interesting. Like I thought she was an interesting character. Like I like the notion. I like, I really like the idea of the of like kind of what happened is she's like a character who's super powerful but didn't know it and can't control her powers and like had this horrible thing happen um, where she kind of like whisked her mom's away to another dimension. And I guess she went to a different one or something when she went through. Right. Um, and and kind of never found them and and um i don't know like it's 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 cool to have someone with a completely different perspective who's not like just another like you know person from this earth who who got powers and like has a typical origin story and all that stuff and she's just like completely different in a way that like i i kind of dig yeah i i agree with that i like the performance too i i i kind of you know I, I expected her to be, and she was in a lot of ways, like kind of like, you know, just like a plot driver, but I mm-hmm. did like her performance. I, I liked her interaction with, with strange the whole time, you know, it was, uh, yeah. yeah. I liked her. And, like, like, I, I, like, I, like, I, I don't know that it's a thing where it's like, I leave it being like, ah, I can't wait to see her in other movies, but I won't be sad to see her in other movies either. I mean, I'm sure she will be. Yeah, I agree with that. Movies. And if nothing else, it provided a great vehicle for lines like "America doesn't have long" and "America's in trouble," which just kind of made me chuckle every time I heard them in this movie. It's awesome. <laughs> um, I got a little lost when, when uh, and I think maybe I just was lacking attention at the point when Professor X showed up. I feel like it was a big part of the movie, just because everyone's like, "Holy shit, it's Professor X!" and now we might see the X Men. But can you explain to me what the fuck happened there? I mean, they were in, so they went to an alternate dimension um, to try to, and, and went to try to meet like the Stephen Strange of that dimension. And um, that didn't work out. Turned out he had been killed. And the, I don't know, the Avengers, they're, but they're not even the Avengers, but they're Illuminati. The Illuminati, right? Yeah, that's what they call themselves. I don't know if they always called themselves that or what it is, but yeah. And, and Professor X is one of them. He's, he is one of the, he's like the leader. Yeah, I don't know if they really said who's the leader or not, but he does seem like kind of the elder statesman, definitely. 
yeah. part of them. And yeah, and you got Reed Richards, you have Captain Marvel, but it's uh what's her name? It's it's Maria Rambo, Lashana Lynch, who's Captain Marvel in that universe rather than Carol Danvers. Um, and then you got Captain Carter, another mm-hmm. another what if uh reference there. Um and you have uh and you have Mordo, but kind of a what Carl. seems like a, a, a <laughs> yeah, a more balanced Mordo. I'm glad they uh I'm glad they referenced the Carl. They definitely know that's his first name in the comics. But it's, oh, really? It's funny. Yeah, yeah. No, I knew, I knew he's Carl Mordo. But I love that they say it. He's like Carl. <laughs> um, I liked when uh, um, when they introduced Professor. A- I mean, the two things I like with Professor X when they introduce him are one, they play the, the music X-Men cartoon yes. theme song. Yep. Not, he's in not, the, not the, he's movie, in the cartoon, the cartoon chair, yeah. and he's in the cartoon chair wearing the cartoon colored uh suit even like that kind of greenish yeah. suit that he wears yeah he is like very much the cartoon uh professor x which is kind of awesome that was great and and probably by the way i think i really liked um what i think about the, like the, the fight scenes in, in this movie um and like most of them i didn't love super a lot but i did actually like the wanda versus the illuminati fight scene um because for one like it's it's a fight scene they could finally do a fight scene where like no one has to pull any punches and, and it's just like yeah i could just like, kill most of these people pretty quickly um because they're all in an alternate dimension we're never gonna see them again um and that's fine which you know made it interesting um and it was just like it was also just like a good like not too long fight scene that was like interesting and dynamic so i liked it um, I go ahead, no, 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 go, go, go. I was gonna say I um watching this movie and um well, I, I I went to the movies I saw Thor while on vacation. Yeah. Um, feels to me that this phase of Marvel has a bad guy problem. They haven't quite figured out who the bad guy is, or or the villains are are just kind of lacking. And then this movie ended with you know um you know the Darkhold hooking up with Doctor Strange and him growing a third eyeball here. Do you think we're setting them up for him to be the the the, the baddie coming up or like what I, I no what do you think's up with the fucking eyeball there? The eyeball. I think thing, that's I just a thing from the comics that he has. Oh, he does. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I I I don't think they're setting him up to be a bad guy or anything like that. Um, no, I do I do agree with you. By the way, um. I, I think maybe what I'm going to say is a different way of saying what you said, but with the bad guy problem, but I, I think it's kind of the same thing. It has a, there's a cohesion problem, which is maybe it'll solve itself, but it's like the, um, you know, the infinity saga, so to speak, all the way through was like fairly straightforward, relatively speaking. Like there are places where things jumped around a tiny bit, but relatively it's like, well, it's like one movie follows another. And in time, you kind of know that the events of the next movie take place after the events of the previous movie. And they were all building towards something. You 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 know, the first few movies were building towards a team up. And then they introduced Stan, uh, Thanos in the after credits. And then you kind of knew that Thanos was lurking in the background the whole time as you followed basically the same characters, more or less. Um, it, it kind of worked. This um, phase is kind of all over the place so far. And and I do really have an issue. I don't know why I have this issue, but like, I I appreciated 
that they made the reference to Spider-Man at the beginning of the movie, just so I knew it's like, okay, this movie takes place after Spider-Man No Way Home. Because <laughs> who the fuck knows when these things take place? Like, it's like, like, does all of this take place? Like, like some stuff I can kind of maybe get a sense of. Like, like, like one thing I'm not sure of, it's like, um, and I don't know why I care, but like, and this is, you know, getting a little far afield, but like the end of Spider-Man No Way Home, right? Um, when he is alone in his apartment or whatever, and then he swings out with like the homemade Spider-Man costume. It's clearly winter. And like, if I remember correctly, snow is falling and all that kind of stuff. Is that the same winter that that Hawkeye takes place in? Is it like a year later? Like, like when when does it happen? Is Hawkeye a year later? Like, I, I have no sense of like where these things are in relation to each other. Like, you know, it's like, like, I know they don't do, take place do think- in order. Like, I know that much. Do you think they do? Yes. I, I think they've mapped it out in some way, shape, or form, but it is not clear where this stuff happens. I know, the reason I know that they've mapped it out in some way, shape, or form is because Disney Plus, um, when you go to the Marvel thing, there is one of the things where it says timeline order, and it has these things on a timeline. It doesn't say when they take place, but it has an order that they take place in. And these are ordered in a certain way. But it's like, I, 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 that's just, it, that's more a symptom of the than the problem. But like, I think it gets to the idea that it's like, yeah, like, so far, it's like, there's been a lot of shit out there. And like, I don't really have any sense of like, what exactly are we building towards? Like, how do these things fit together? Like, it doesn't feel like we're building towards anything yet, except that we know that Kang the Conqueror is out there somewhere. And he's no, think... sufficiently big level that like, he'll come into play in a major way. But like, otherwise, it's like, I don't get what we're building towards. And, like, I don't get how these things fit together. And, like, I feel like they, you know, maybe just what they want to do right now is just, like, well, we want to put out a bunch of shit, introduce a few people, get some stories going. And then, like, things kind of will build. Maybe not everything, right? Like, you know, maybe it's not going to be, like, this full-on, like, Avengers, they all come together thing. But, like, at least, like, building towards a few different major plots or something where, like, subsets of these people are getting together. But, like, that hasn't happened yet. And so I feel like right now there's, like, a whole lot of, like... And and we've had a lot of content because of the Disney Plus stuff. So it feels like we've had a lot. And yet it's kind of like, but I don't get what's going on yet. Yeah, I think... I, I mean, I agree with you, Willie. I think that the first, whatever, however many phases it was, like, it really felt like it was constantly building and you knew something was coming. And now it doesn't feel that way anymore. Um, which is fine. Like, it doesn't have to feel that way all the time. But we had like what 12 years of the movies feeling like that. And now they feel different and it's weird. Um, And especially so, because as far as I know, like we have been introduced to the next big bad at the end of, um, at the end of Loki, but like I kind of expected him to start showing up a lot after that. Um, And he hasn't yet. And uh, it feels weird to me. Um, And, and part of me is like, I get it. Like they don't want to do another Avengers movie anytime soon. And they've said as much and all that. But it does kind of feel like they're just treading water right now a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And and it does, maybe it's because of the way we've been conditioned to watch the movies, like you said, Paul. But it's like, it is a thing where it's like, I can enjoy these movies for themselves. But there is a part of me in the head that it's like, but now what? Like, how does this, like, now where are we going? You know, and, and I feel that way very much so with what happens at the very end of this movie in the mid credit scene, which we'll get to, you know, later. 
but it, like we can get to it now. I don't know what more you want to p- pull apart in this movie. Well, the well, one question that I want to one question that I definitely want to ask is like, is this is this the end of Wanda? Like, oh. I don't think it is. I know I know she seemingly dies, but you know, we don't. Yeah, we don't see a body. I feel like you can right. never assume that someone's dead when you don't see a body, and you do see a, some flash of red as the thing is falling, um, which. I I took at the time to mean like she was dying like that was her but I mean I mean maybe she has teleportation powers we don't know about or something right who knows um, what it is I I don't think it's the last we see of her it part of feels me thinks like too ignominious and end I mean even though she's obviously a major part of this like I don't know I feel like she has to have more to me she doesn't redeem herself quite enough at the end of this like her redemption at the end of this is like her redemption in WandaVision where it's like kind of a thing where it's like yeah but you like enslaved a whole town like come on right but i but that makes me think that like she is dead i mean she killed like dozens of people at camertage right like um and part of me feels like um she is dead and like um like we're we're, we'll we'll get a you know another universe's wanda or something at some point um oh by the way speaking uh, this is a tiny little thing but i i i had to call it out because it I just thought it was ridiculous both times I saw the movie when um, 838 Wanda is taken over and she ends up like in that other dimension um, and then the gap. like it, yeah and it ends and she's just immediately like my boys and like flies away and like there's not even a moment of her being like what the fuck where the, where fuck, the am fuck am I, I? what right. the hell just happened and she's just right, like right yeah. I guess there's also a sense of like I mean they don't really get into it so you wouldn't really know but it's like does she like remember what's happened? Is is it a thing where she's possessed and so she has no memory of how she got there, or is she like a passenger, so to speak, and so she like saw everything that happened but couldn't do anything, like uh, right. like so much the sunken place and get out. Um, yeah, I mean, I there there are a couple other things that I I would like to talk about. One of them is like, so you know, it was cool seeing the Illuminati. Man, they had some nerve calling Doctor Strange arrogant. They were the most arrogant <laughs> motherfuckers. They were so fucking arrogant. The way they sit up there in their chairs and they, you know, they're well, like, did you, like, did you get the sense that he used to them. sit up there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, right. like, like they were so fucking arrogant. I felt like it was kind of satisfying when Wanda rips them apart, quite honestly. Um, and, and also, like, so I, I, um, while we were talking, I looked it up because I wondered. Um, and sure enough, it's like seems to be all anybody talked about with relation to that scene of like how fucking dumb it was that the smartest man in the world, Reed Richards, tells her that it's like, you know, Black Bolt could kill you just by talking. It's like, why would you tell her that? <laughs> like, why would you say that? Right. Like, like, let me tell you how we can kill you before we do it. Um, Yeah, not so much the smartest man in the world. <laughs> um which which he is introduced as which is why i keep mentioning it and and it's how reed richards is always brought up um but the the other thing i wanted to mention or ask about um since it's a pretty big part of the movie i would say and it was a, and it was definitely a thing when it happened when we heard about it is the movie was directed by sam raimi and there are definitely a lot of sam raimi touches in this movie um and i was wondering how you guys felt about them you know did were do you feel like they added to the movie? Do you feel like they detracted from the movie? What do you think? I think like I I didn't I didn't love them. Um 
Now, I will say that, couching that thing, like, I'm not a huge Sam Raimi fan in general. Um, and this movie felt very much like a Sam Raimi movie. Um, at times. So, it was, at it was, times. Yeah. It was, like, half Sam Raimi movie and half, like, MCU, we have to do, like, the MCU stuff movie. Yeah. And I would say the the, the biggest Sam Raimi parts, like, I, I didn't particularly love. Like, it was it was fine. Like, they, it wasn't terrible. But... I there were moments where I could really feel his fingerprints, and like I said, I'm not the hugest fan, so it wasn't you know didn't do much for me. Uh, yeah, same. I'm not the biggest Sam Raimi fan, but I feel like that there was enough points here that it just kind of it's weird because there's a lot of between the multiverse, it can get a little complex trying to follow shit. But there there's a lightness to this movie at certain points, and kind of a it has a sense of humor about itself, and and I and I enjoyed that. It does. You know, and, and reminded me a little bit of like the joy of some of those early Spider-Man movies. Right. And of course, because it's a Sam Raimi movie, we got to see Bruce Campbell briefly. As Right. As, oh, as I love that part, pizza, actually. Pizza Papa or whatever he was. Whose fucking, who's, who's fucking punishment did not fit the crime, man? Like, oh, no. He, he got fucking robbed and like, and like he and was a little uppity punch, about and it. And then, then had, had to punch to... himself for three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Bruce I Campbell. Did... I did like that moment where she was like, oh, well, like food is free in most universes. It's weird that you have to pay for it. And they're like, hey, and he's like, uh, maybe it's not free. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh, crap. <laughs> um, yeah, with the Sam Raimi thing, um, I feel the same way. I, I you know, I, I like I like Sam Raimi, but like I, I wouldn't say I'm like, you know, I have even watched all of his movies and I'm not a huge horror person either. Um, and I was mixed for me is what I'd say. Like there were horror touches in this movie that I liked. Um, I thought, the scene you talked about before, Paul, where they're going through the river tunnel mm-hmm. and, and Wanda's more or less stalking them with like the red eyes and all that shit. I like that. That that what I thought was fairly well done. Um, I liked the scene where she first dream walks into the 838 Wanda, where it's like quiet in the house and she's like, she sees the reflection in the mirror and all that kind of stuff. Or or not in the mirror, in the window. Like I, I like that one enough. The parts I very and and I didn't mind. That part took too long, I will say. Well, that's there, fair. There was like, it was like too cute by a half because they had like the picture head and then they had the waves and the coffee cup and it was just like, wow, this takes like four minutes to like take somebody over. Yeah, I, I, I will agree with you on that. It could have, yeah, been a little quicker. Um, And I liked generally the corpse strange with the, with the cloak of damned souls thing. I did not like the damned souls themselves or the souls of the damned, like attacking christine and like in the other thing like that looked very sam raimi in a way that was like cheap in a way that like works in some sam raimi movies like evil dead and stuff like that but really felt out of place in this like it like it, it felt very like like what are we like at the haunted mansion all of a sudden like what, what yeah. is going on here like it, it very much had that feel that was one like i felt like that was a major point maybe more than most other parts of the movie like i felt like in general i was like into this movie enough where it was like, no, like, yeah, I'm, I'm liking this. I'm like, you know, different things that are happening. And then that part came and I was just like, oh, I don't like this. Like, this is dumb. Like, I, I hope we get past this part quick. Uh, I, I agree. I, I, I didn't love that part. And um, also, what rooftop in New York City has like a coffin sized thing of dirt <laughs> covered in cobblestones just sitting there on the roof? Apparently, um, the top of the sanctum, right? That, 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 that is the sanctum, right? That, is that, it? I thought it was because it looked like the exact same rooftop where the ancient one is fighting off the, you know, the, the Shatari in Avengers Endgame when, when Bruce goes, when Hulk goes back to get the time stone, like it had the same 
I, I guess lots of rooftops in New York look the same, but like it looked like that rooftop very much right. in terms of like the way it was set. That's up. where I thought it was too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess I just didn't put that together for whatever reason. Um, I'm curious, Nish. You mentioned like the the souls of the um, I, I do, by the way, I like the cheekiness of which Doctor Strange is like, eh, I'm just going to take over a corpse. That'll work. Right. Um, um, that's like the good kind of Doctor Strange arrogance that I dig. Yes. Um, it's like it's but, like the, the the bending the rules, Doctor yeah. Strange. Like like similar to the first Doctor Strange movie where he you know does the whole well, I've come to bargain Dormammu thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I am curious, Nish. I know that you watch a lot of MC movie, MCU movies with your kids. And I'm curious if you've shown them this one or if you would. Right. Well, I just watched this one and we're not there yet, but it was funny because I was watching this, um, as I said, kind of last minute before we did this. And if, so I watched like half of it, had to put the kids to bed. I did show them because they were like, what have you been doing this whole time? Cause they were having dinner and I was just upstairs watching. Um, I told them, I was like, I'm watching a movie for the podcast. I was like, you want to see what movie I'm watching? And I like showed them the name and, he, and they read it and they're like, oh, Dr. Strange. And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, it was at that scene, um, the scene we just talked about with uh, Wanda getting dream walked by the other Wanda, the one that you said takes too long in the house. And I looked at it and I was like, you know, I was like, I don't know if we're going to watch this one. I was like, this one's a little scary for you guys, I think. I was like, I think this, and they're like, really? And I was like, well, it's not like a scary, scary movie, but it's got some parts I think that would scare you. Like, I, I don't know if we would watch this for a couple of years, maybe. Second straight one, right? I said this about Moon Knight for very different reasons. Right. Um, but yeah, these two both feel for different reasons. Like, it's like, yeah, I don't know if we can do these. Which I think is fine. I mean, I oh, think. absolutely. I, I think if, if the MCU movies, like some of them skew older, some of them skew younger. Like, I think that's great. Like, I, think... I mean, let's let, let, let's let's be honest. My kids are young. They probably shouldn't be watching most of these MCU movies and I've had them watch them anyway. And just, you know, it is what it is. I can't 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 take it back now. But you got them uh, watching the boys also, right? That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that they love. <laughs> they're they're yeah. so into the boys. Let me tell you, their, voca- their vocabulary has expanded dramatically <laughs> since watching that show. Yes, in a very specific way. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, do we want to tie a bow on this, or is there more you guys want to dig through? Um, I do want to talk about the mid credit sequence for a moment, especially sure. like because I watched the movie and like the and I was waiting for the mid credit sequence, but I wasn't fast forwarding, so I was flipping through. IMDb and it was like you know Charlize Theron is in this movie and I was like she was I was like she's pretty far down on the cast list like was she in like a weird um like a was weird she like cameo a like, weird like, cameo and I just didn't see her or something and then all of a sudden the mid credits I was like oh there she is here she Playing is a very weird looking character but okay yes yeah like that was one of those um some of these mid credit sequences recently are I don't know like they they are fallen flatter for me i think like i'm trying to think back to the mid-credit sequences in um like the phase one two and three movies and and trying to think if there are any of them that kind of feel this way where it's just like i don't know what the fuck this is and i don't know why i care like that kind of thing which is how a little bit i felt about this one and it's very much how i feel about in a movie we all hated anyway in eternals at the end like the mid-credit sequence with like harry styles and Patton oswald where you're just like who the fuck are these two people like what is this like 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 that's very much how I felt like in that in that scene as well where it's like I don't know um so that's kind of how yeah. I felt here and it's like you know it's like okay like I don't know who she is 
is she a good guy? Is she a bad guy? I don't know. Like, they're going into the dark dimension. I can tell that much. That's about it. I, I agree with you. Like, it, it was a mid-credit sequence, and it was like, this has not gotten me excited for whatever this is going to be. Like, maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be bad. I don't know. But this little bit, like, did not right. leave me wanting more. Not, not, not. No, man. Guys, like, I think some of the issues I'm struggling with with some of these more recent MCU movies is I'm just was not a comic book guy and i just don't know all these characters the i don't want to call them the b team but they're just not the the a team that everybody knows we're past the b team. so I'll, i mean let's let, let, let let's be honest like truthfully like the avengers were kind of the b team i mean they aren't anymore because you know the mcu but like spider-man and the x-men are like the a team and and, and the fantastic four honestly like those were the ones where it's like yeah these are the marvel and and the Hulk. I mean, I, we'll throw the Hulk in there, obviously. But like Iron Man and Captain America and Thor, like they were not the A team. Like they are now, you know, for obvious reasons. Right. But yeah, we we okay. we left my comic knowledge oh, quite a long time ago. <laughs> but you know these people from shows and shit that I'm like, I don't watch even these offshoot shows that like. I don't know. There's there, we're getting to the point now where these characters, where I feel like they want to get that same reaction when the first time. Spider-Man showed up in Civil War, right? Like when people when when these superheroes are like, it's it's fan service, but it, it ain't playing to this fan very hard because I'm like, okay, who's that guy? Like, am I supposed to care about this or not? Well, and, you know? and I would care more if like like one thing that I like not again, not every single mid or end credit sequence did this before, but most of them did. They directly set up the next thing that was going to happen, right? Like it's like I mean obviously in the very totally. beginning that happened but like it is a thing where it's like the end of uh iron man 2 like goes into thor like it shows like the hammer being found and all that like that's the end credit sequence like the end of thor is like the tesseract which leads kind of into captain america you know and so on and so forth um like a lot of those like worked better that way and yeah there are some that don't quite follow that but like a lot of them did like it kind of it was a teaser for what was coming next and like None of these are teasers for what's coming next. Like they're teasers for something that's coming at some point. But it's kind of a thing where it's like, no, it would be better if like I don't know. Like if this teased, I guess maybe not Thor Love and Thunder, since that was coming so closely after. But like if it was teasing like what's the next movie? Black Panther? Like, you know, sure. if, if it was teasing that in some way, like I'd be more up for it a little or, bit. Or 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 the big bad. Like like they could yes. use that too as a way to keep that character alive and coming. And like Again, maybe Charlie Theron's character ties into that. I don't have no idea who that character is. But if they did the it more, is. if if they did it more directly, um, like you know, they could have. Uh, I mean, I'm saying they could have, but it's like I don't know what the fucking story they're telling is. So obviously, they might not be able to do this. But like, if it was a thing where like, um, so her name's Clea, apparently. If, right. That's what I was gonna right. say. I don't know who the fuck Clea right, is. Should neither. I care about this person? Yeah. Me. Me neither. But like, yeah, if Clea came. And said, you know, what, what did she say in the end? Something like, you know, you caused an incursion or something like that. We like, have now we got to fix it. We yeah. got to fix it. And she like uses her like special sword or whatever it is. If somehow Kang tied into that, like if she used the word Kang or like, you know, we have to we have to stop Kang or something like that. And then like he said, who's Kang? Which would one be a nice echo of like his like who when when uh, Bruce says, you know, Thanos is coming in mm. the earlier thing. Like it would, you know, and Marvel likes to do those little echoes of stuff like that. Um, like if they did something like that and, um, 
you know, and then it would also tie, it would tie in. It would be a thing where it's like, oh, okay, whatever they're doing next, it has directly to do with Kang the Conqueror, who we like, who people kind of know is the next big bad. You know, we're going to see him in Ant-Man whenever the fuck that comes out next year. We saw him in Loki. So it's like, I'd be so much more interested. Yeah, me too. Especially since it would have been like, oh, good, like we're finally hearing Kang again. Right. Speaking okay. of speaking let's, let's... speaking of echoes, by the way, this is just a little thing I noticed, and um, it's probably probably other people have noticed it, but I liked in the very beginning of the movie, um, when the 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 strange with the ponytail in the in the very beginning, who's like helping America, and then at the, and then says like you know I'm sorry, like I have to take your power, and then she says I'll die, and he says but your sacrifice, what does he say? He says your sacrifice, however, you know will it will, um is is greater in in the long term than your life or something like that it means more in in the grand calculus in the multiverse your sacrifice means more than your life and i love that they said that because it's the exact same thing if you remember that dr strange says to spider-man about the villains and how they have to die in spider-man no way home when he says he says he says it's their destiny in the grand calculus of the multiverse you know their their sacrifice means more than their lives and i like that they brought that thing back i was like oh that's nice that that's a cool little thing that they brought back so i want to give him credit for that because i like because i recognize that immediately when he said it oh did you what you guys think the the last thing i want to bring up is what you guys think of the music fight in the destroyer oh i fucking hated it that's the other thing okay (laughs) yes yeah so so the souls of the damned that was the other one where it was like i feel like they think this is cool and i fucking hate it (laughs) hated it so stupid the, the rules of magic don't make any sense to me where it's just like w- why is it music based and like why like like aren't they just like shooting energy things at each other like i don't I, it i didn't understand and and i could tell that they really liked it because man that that was another scene that went on like way many more times than it needed to and, sure. and, and 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 let me be clear i didn't mind the idea of him like taking notes out and like like firing him at him kind of or whatever like making him into runes kind of and and then making kind of sounds i just fucking hated the fact that it became beethoven's fifth and and takata and fugue where it's like this is dumb 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 (laughs) dumb 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 god all right let's let's put some grades on this reminding me of that fucking Um, yeah i think you just took nish's grade down a half a point right there (laughs) i think you might have (laughs) uh paul you go first i give nish a moment to cool off all right um so i think that Having seen it twice, the watching it the second time, my opinion of the movie went up a bit, um, mm. which I wasn't necessarily expecting. But like you, Willie, the first time I saw it, I finished the movie and I was like, "What the hell did I just see?" Not not in so far as like it blew my mind or it was like wild, but it was like literally like I can't remember what I just saw. Um, yeah. And um, having seen it a second time, I felt like I was I I got more out of it. Um, and you know i like dr strange i, I like like the character in the, in the movies i don't know anything about him from the comic books um but i like him well enough um i do wish we had gotten an alternate dr strange where benedict coverback got to use his actual uh speaking voice that would have been awesome um but i like the character um i thought it was a good movie um we didn't even talk about wong at all who was great as always um and yeah i liked it so three and a half Nish. Um, huh. um, I like this movie more than I expected to like it. I feel like 
like 60% of the way through, I was like, this is like, this is good. Like I, it's zipping along and I like some of the themes they're going through. Um, and then, you know, and then there were a couple of bum notes, so to speak, that got played. <laughs> and that was, that was not intentional. Um, but I like that I did it. Um, works, works. Yeah. Um, that definitely like took me out of it a little bit. I think it returned, you know, a little better with the ending, but yeah, I, I think I like the first two thirds of this movie more than I like the end, even though, like I said, there are a couple things at the end, you know, I, I liked, you know, I, I like sort of the sentiment that strange has at the end. I like the corpse strange idea and all that. Um, I'm going to go three out of five, but I have only watched it the one time. It is very possible that when I watch it a second time, like Paul, uh, that my, you know, opinion of it might go up a little bit. Um, you know, it, that happens sometimes, right? Like sometimes you watch something and you're able to like the stuff that you're like, eh, on, you're able to be like, eh, I know I'm not going to like this part. It's fine. And like kind of kind of get past it a little bit. One other thing I want to note really quickly before we go to you, Willie, that I forgot to mention was I remember in the trailers feeling like Elizabeth Olsen looked weird in some of the scenes. And mm -hmm. then watching the movie, I got it that they like intentionally kind of they make her face look different when she's Scarlet Witch, like in, in a very intentional way. They like smooth it out in this weird way. And you can tell it's intentional because she looks different when she's just Wanda. Like she looks herself when she's just Wanda. And I felt like it was a way that they were kind of getting across that it's like, yeah, she's like, she's not just Wanda when she's the Scarlet. She's also the Scarlet Witch in a way like she's almost like this other entity as well. If she made all her kids, sorry, not to derail you even further, really, but if she made her kids from her mind, where did the kids in the other universes come from? I don't know. That's a good question, right? Do they always come from her mind or does, or are they like real kids that she somehow has? Right. I mean, I have no fucking idea how the whole thing with vision works. If like she can actually have kids with them or not, who the fuck knows? I think that we'll ever find out. Yep. I am pretty much in line with the critics of this movie. Being that we are three critics as well, but um, yeah, meh. <laughs> it was total. Like I don't know how to describe it other than that. Like it was pretty forgettable, as evidenced by the fact that you forgot it. Yes, <laughs> I had to. Was choking on pizza. Hold on. No, I really did forget a lot. Of, a lot of the movie. When you gave me the plot again, I was like, oh yeah, these are the things I really like. Just kind of sucked, which was like. I didn't. I didn't buy Wanda as a bad guy at all. I didn't buy, really buy into her motivation. I bought into her as a bad guy. I didn't like her as a bad guy. I didn't think she was super ridiculously scary, or there was a shot she might actually ever win. I think maybe that's what's been missing with some of these um, some of these villains in in the recent Marvel movies. There's not a lot of threat that they're going to win. Like you know, Doctor Strange is going to live, right? So, um. Yeah, the, the, the multiverse is getting to be a little much for me, and I have a bad feeling that it's just going to get more and more and more. And I think the reason the multiverse is a little much for me is the volume of characters that they're trying to pay fan service to that I have no idea who they are or why I should give a shit about them. It's just like the, those notes, which when they're played well, you know I'm a sucker for that shit. When they're played poorly, you end up with fucking, you know, G-Clef fight scenes <laughs> yeah i do think i do wonder if they kind of will go the way that like well dc cert certainly does it a lot where like things just kind of get out of control and then they kind of like pull it way back and yeah. say like all right we're gonna clean up this mess yeah. and the and, reset yeah it's crisis time you know whatever yeah, exactly we'll see 
Yeah. I was looking to see like what is the next few movies that are scheduled. Um so the next movie is is uh Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which seems like it will be much less multiverse multiversey, I would have to imagine. Um and the next TV shows are well we have Miss Marvel, which already happened. Um and um I think the only one that's like scheduled scheduled after that is She-Hulk which also feels like it is not going to be very multiverse So you have a couple, Willie, I think that'll be a little more straightforward. Then you have Ant-Man, which is definitely going to be, maybe not multiverse but it's definitely going to be tricky, I think. But we'll explicitly have Kang the Conqueror in it, since he was cast. I don't know, that. man. Fucking She-Hulk does not look good to me. Yeah, I'm going to reserve judgment. I, I do agree with you, though, that it's like, it doesn't, trailer makes it look really corny and i don't know if that was intentional or that's again i don't know the characters super well maybe that's just what she hulk is or maybe it's just a shit trailer but it, it seems really corny i think that i think like it is a little like that in in that like i've always thought of she hulk as like a somewhat comedic character like she's not right yeah yeah like like meaning and and i guess when i say that i don't mean that it's like she's comic relief but i think that the the comic has been written generally comedically as, yeah. as sort of a comedy. And so I think it's like trying to go for that tone a little bit. I don't know if that means it'll be comedy all the way through. They may be leaning into that a lot in the trailer, a lot more than what it actually is in the uh, in the actual show. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But I, but, but I do agree with you, Willie, that like nothing I've seen of it right now makes me like, I cannot wait to see this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When are we getting the next Captain Marvel movie? Um, that is next year. Um... Well, what is the date on that? Is that uh, what I want to see? Yeah, that is. Does it have a date? July July twenty eighth. Um, that is going to have um, you know, it's going to have obviously Captain Marvel in it. It is also going to have Monica Rambeau in it from Wandavision, and it's going to have Miss Marvel in it. Uh, Kamala Khan is going to be in it as well. So all three of them, and it's called the Marvels. Oh. Yes, appropriately enough. One big Marvel family. Yep, exactly. Big old Marvel family. Uh, Paul, you wanted to talk about some off-topic stuff, including Severance, but before you get to that, I did want to mention, I started, I did watch Thor Love and Thunder. Did you guys get a chance to, are you guys going to the movies again? You get a chance to do that? You're going to do that? Wait for direct-to-DVD? I'm back to my, I guess... (laughs) I guess I'm probably back to my pre-COVID movie policy, which is to say I'll see the next Star Wars movie when it comes out. <laughs> that's about it. Okay. Um, I assume that's a no for you too, Nish. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's partially a no for me just because, like, I, I, I think I would maybe go see it in the movie theater, but like, I have to pull a lot of strings to kind of actually make that happen, and I'm just not sure that I'm up to it or have really had time to do it. I heard it wasn't it was that good. I heard it, oh, I was gonna say I heard it was actually not that good. So. I thought it was good. I don't understand the buzz around Christian Bale for an Oscar for it. Like, well, that's he was silly. fine. I've heard, I've, I've heard he's very good in it, but I don't. I, I didn't realize he was fine. I, I didn't realize anyone been, was talking about him, him being nominated been for far an Oscar. better. Yeah, he's yeah. been far better and yeah. far more. I mean, he's Christian Bale. He's a good actor. Like, it shouldn't be all that surprising if he turns in a decent performance. Mm-hmm. But again, not to to me, not like the scariest bad guy ever. Well. well. I was not expecting him to re- reprise his role as Jack Kelly from Newsies, but you know these things happen. It's a bummer. 
it's a real bummer. Yeah. I guess he's obviously no Patrick Bateman either in this movie. I also started watching the TV show this week, The Boys, and I basically have blown through most of season one. Have you guys seen the show? No, I actually never no. have. <laughs> Despite the fact we were joking about The Boys before. I, I, I'm I aware of it. I, I know the general gist of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I feel like I'm just getting like just non-stop blasted with ads for it everywhere I go. Yes. I'm like, all right, I'll, I will check this shit out. And it's really good. That's whatever. I mean, it's not people, for people like it. It's a not lot. for kids. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah, people, people re- do like really it a lot. That's an Amazon show. That must be the only thing booing up Amazon streaming service right now because I could not name another thing on Amazon. Yeah, I mean, there's that Lord of the Rings show that hasn't come out. Yeah, not that I was here shit about. Yeah, there's um, the Wheel of Time, which we did just released that mini flicks on. <laughs> um. No, well, speak- notice I say released, not recorded. Not recorded. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of TV, new TV shows to watch, I also just watched um, the Apple TV Plus show Severance. Um, and um, so you watched the whole thing. The whole I watched the whole thing, um, and contemplated recording a mini flicks on it. But this is take my word for it. Um, if you haven't seen it, don't get spoiled on it before you see it. Um, okay. Fair enough. This is this is a show you want to go into as as blank as possible but it does sound um, like you're recommending that we see it very very strongly the show is it's i really really liked it it's weird it's a little bit it's a little bit strange um it feels a little bit like lost in good in like the good ways um uh, like you know like the early seasons did and it feels like a lot of other stuff too um but really really good um absolute dynamite performances across the board um, and you you know it's a crazy show when like the supporting cast like very much the minor players include you know John Turturro and Christopher Walken so um, Patricia Arquette uh, yeah although not a minor character <laughs> for sure question you you mentioned it was like Lost in one of the episodes did we learn how Adam Scott got his tattoos <laughs> not yet <laughs> I hope we, we do. do I hope we do yeah it's the same episode where we find the polar bear in the woods that's right i would agree with you on all that paul it's maybe my favorite it's tough i really like for i like apple shows i like for all mankind too for all mankind is very very good um and obviously ted lasso is really good and severance really good The, the funny thing about severance was it's a nine episode season and i really thought it was a 10 episode season so I watched the last episode and like all this crazy stuff is happening and this, it ends. And I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to find out what happens. And I'm like, why isn't it queuing up the next episode? It's like, oh no, that was the season finale. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was, it was a good end. Yeah, really, really good end. I didn't know you'd seen it, but yeah, really, yeah. really good if it was If it was Netflix, they would uh, just cancel it. Probably, but we know it's already, they've, they're, uh, uh, I think they've already filmed season two, um, and it'll be out next year. So great That's show. Nice. For fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Breeze through it. And then, um, I think I breezed through the first six episodes and then last three, I had to watch when they released them. Uh, That's when I really realized when the show was out, I was like, you know, cause there was just pe- a couple of people I work with that watched it and we spent a long time discussing it. I'm like, it's better one week at a time. Yeah, I like I, everything's better one week at a time. I didn't watch it that so, way because I didn't pick it up until it was already out. But um, and 
but I could totally see like it's a show that like would really benefit from like a week to week watch and discussion. Yeah, I was gonna say if you if you said it's like lost in some way, it's like well, that was like the quintessential one week at a time show. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's it. Everybody watch Severance. Well, I'm the only one who hasn't, so I'll have to do it. And the listeners, dish, and the listeners. Oh, right. All of our listeners. It's a good point. How many of them? Well, One? it's funny you ask. So, okay. You're going to ask me where people, how people can contact us. And they can contact us by emailing talktopodflix at gmail.com. So, I felt like we're 191 episodes in. Um, and, you know, uh, fewer than that, obviously, since we sort of uh, pick things back up. But, um... Is it time to like pull back the curtain and like stop the ongoing joke at this point? We can do that, right? We can do that. Yeah, probably. I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna do it. So all right, do it. all right, all right. We get tons of emails every week. I don't read them, right? <laughs> I we pretend that we're not getting any emails. We get a lot of emails. So I'm gonna run through like just a couple here, like very quickly. I'm not gonna read them through, but just kind of what we do. So like we got Derek from North Carolina who was really interested in kind of what we had to say about the Batman, disagreed with us very much. We got a lot of emails kind of giving a shit about how much we did not like uh, the Batman. And I don't know what to say. Like, I kind of feel like I, I watched part of it again recently and was like, nah, still kind of meh, still kind of sucks. <laughs> like, I gave it another go and it's like, still not happening. Hmm. Um. We got an email about, um, so we got an email from Jonathan talking about Wheel of Time, and I don't know what the fuck he was talking about, because I watched Wheel of Time, we we released Wheel of Time, like, what was it, July or something like that, and I watched it in, like, December. I don't fucking remember that show at all. Am I excited for season two? That's what he was asking. Yeah, like kind of. I'm kind of excited for season two. We'll see where it goes. I don't like where they ended things with Matt. So we'll see what happens. Um, And we got a real recommendation, Paul, from G9306. I don't know who that is. Um, asked, Saying that we should try to watch the full first season of Mrs. Columbo slash Kate Columbo slash Kate the Detective. Um, and that we would really like it and that it's just crazy to see like a baby faced um, Kate Mulgrew. Well, look for a mini flex on that. In That's the near right. Future. So we will do that. So just just a sampling of the emails we've received and coming up, we'll I'll, I will actually read some of the emails we get rather than just uh, pretending we don't get any. You know, it was so sad that for a minute there while I was on vacation these last two weeks, I thought about sending us our, an email from me. Just you so you, just a minute. It was no, just to make no, just so that when we recorded, Nish would have to read my email. Why would I read your email when we have all these other emails? Yeah, he doesn't read most of them. Why would he read yeah. yours? You can send an email too. I'll read it. Fine. Talk to Podflix at Gmail. That's right. Yeah? Yep. Talk to Podflix at gmail.com. Um, and uh, you can also find us on Twitter uh, at Podflix. There, I don't think we've gotten as much traffic. <laughs> no, but. Twitter's a dumpster fire. Nobody should use it. So exactly, we've we've actively dissuaded people from from tweeting us for many many episodes. So I'm not surprised that nobody does. That's it. Podflix out. Podflix out. Oh boy! <laughs> what the hell was that?
Try something new. Oh, yeah. You got a little cheeky at the <laughs> end right. there. Huh? 